Oh, God is good. Got your Bibles, I want you to turn to Numbers chapter 32, the book of Numbers, in the beginning of your Bible, not many pages over on mine and Sister Judy's Bible, it's on page 238. Amen. Amen. Praise God. But you're going to have to go on over to 239 to get to Numbers chapter 32, verse 23. And when you get there, say amen. I want to read this to you before I pray. But if you will not do so, comma, behold, comma, you have sinned against the Lord. And we got a couple dots there, meaning there's more. And be sure your sin will find you out. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for today. It's been a good day all day long. Lord, you done kept us. Lord, you done saved us and redeemed us. And we got to wake up this morning knowing that it's a day that you done made. God, we thank you for our Holy Ghost, Lord. I thank you for it that lives inside of us. Lord, that's working on us, that's refining us, that's comforting us. Lord, that reminds us, that quickens us, turns us around, sets us on our goings, make things right when things are wrong. I thank you for it. And Lord, as we come tonight to preach, God, I pray for an anointing to be upon this place, upon my lips, Lord, that I would do and say what you'd have me to say. Lord, I realize that Satan's alive and real. He's seeking who he made of fire. He come to steal, kill, and destroy. And I'm aware of that. But God, I thank you for Jesus. That's alive and well so. And you've been so good to me. You've been so good to me, Lord. And God, you bless us in our time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just in case you weren't ready the first time, I'll read it to you one more time. It said, if you, be, if you will... But if ye will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord, and be sure that your sin will find you out. Now, I'm grabbing that out of the Texas end to prove some points. It really don't make no difference what it is that God's called you to do. He's, he's written this word right here for us to be, uh, be on the right path so we can know and we can have. The Bible said that actually we made clean by the Word. If you want to know how you're going to get clean, read some Word. Hide it in your heart that you won't sin against God. It's real easy to figure it out. But what we do, we fill our minds with other things. We let monsters in. Hey, it can be a monster of making money. We let it in. It can be a hobby we got. We let it in. It can be some weakness that we got, that we got the telephone that we're looking at. We let it in. It can be gossiping. We let it in. It can be talking down on folks. Think more high-minded than we ought to. We let it in. See, if you, but if you're hiding that word in your heart and, and you're reading that word, it's going to be pretty hard because, see, that word is it's right there when you, when, you, when you got it in your heart. When you got it and then you done read it, the Bible said, it really says don't read it. It really, the Bible says study. Amen. Study it Amen. to show thyself approved. Yes. You know why most folks don't know where they are in Jesus? Because they ain't studied about it. But I come to tell you, if you'll open them words all by yourself, 
You ain't got to have nobody around you. I'm telling you that Holy Ghost and that word right there, it'll clean up some stuff in your life. It'll make you walk different. It'll make you talk different. I'm telling you, it'll make you quit lying about why you ain't at church. I got to think about today, about all the people done quit on y'all. Lying about it. You keep telling them lies. I'm telling you something. God, God will punish you. He don't play that way. You promised him something if you ever come down to an altar. You just didn't get in on a whim. You just didn't get in by running no quarter mile race. The Bible said the only one's going to get in is those that endure to the end. The Bible said the same shall be saved. That's in the word. There's some things we need to be sure about. I just want to start this message out tonight. Uh, I'm excited because I got to be preaching this week and I've seen people saved. In the midst of seeing people saved, though, I've seen the devil alive and well. Every time. Get ready for am I going to get saved. That devil's going to raise the head. You might as well just put your boxing gloves on. See, that's why Paul said, see if you've been in that word where Paul said, I just don't get up. I, I'm not at like that Amos chapter 6. I ain't just easing through like woe to those that are easing out. I, I ain't just got saved and, and I'm going to say, oh, it was by grace. I'm saved. You're right, Brother Eddie. And I ain't got to do nothing. No, you about to, you got to work that thing out. We're fear and trembling. Huh? It ought to drag us to our knees. When we say something we shouldn't say. We were with a man the other day, broken. He was a broken man. Oh, you wouldn't choose him probably be in your church. He was broken how he come to know Jesus. A broken man. Done got broken in front of other folks. In the middle of all of his brokenness. Because he wasn't church broke. Like some of y'all. Huh? Oh, you say, well, if I don't cuss no more, I'm saved. That devil let you quit cussing. <laughs> he carry you to hell now. He'll have plenty of folks cussing in hell without you. Well, I ain't drinking. He'll let you quit drinking. He'll let you do anything rather than give your life to Jesus and be born again. Right in the middle of all that, he said a little old word. And I'm talking about it didn't get out of his mouth for the Holy Ghost and quicken him. Huh? I mean, it didn't even get out of his mouth good, did it, Brother Doug? And that Holy Ghost son quicked him. He said, I'm sorry about that word. Amen. It didn't that far. I wonder how people in church that think they so sanctified can sit out and start hating somebody. That thing going for years and years and years and years. Not only when they hate you, they're going to try to get everybody else to hate you. They're going to let the devil ride and they don't want nobody like you and they want everybody to know how bad you are. I'm telling you, what kind of demon is that in a person? Amen. But see, if you're reading that word, yeah. if you're studying that word, and that word tells you to walk in a way and talk in a way. Let me tell you something. How far? I understand. We ain't nearby. It. I ain't nearby. It. You ain't nearby it. where God wants you to be. But just think if you didn't have no word, Mr. Bill, in you to remind you who you are. Oh, then you would have done quit if you didn't understand. For by grace you saved, not of works, least any man shouldn't boast. It was just God's gift that he bestowed on you. Then you would have quit on God. You would have said, I can't do it. But when you understood, I wasn't nothing when I got in. Oh, he saved you back down at that altar. He saved you there. But I come to tell you, he's the kind of God. He won't save you today. He won't save you today. 
He wants to clean you up today. He wants you to be an ambassador for him today. It's two things that God told me that I want to share with you that you can be sure of in life. There ain't much you can be sure of. There ain't much at all you can be sure of. No. You just can't. I'm sorry. You counting on anything in this world. There ain't much you can be sure of. You can't, you, you can't even be sure. I got a little money. You can't even be sure that that $5 bill is going to be worth anything a year from now. You can't be sure of that. A year from now, it may take a mark that's been on your, on your forehead, on your hand or somewhere that you got to show. It may be a chip that they done put inside of you. The mark of the beast may be upon you. You can't buy, trade, or sell anything. I didn't mean to go that far. There ain't many things in life that you can be sure of. There was a rich man in the Bible. You remember him? He thought he was sure. He said, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to tear down some barns. I'm going to build me some more barns. For these children, right, I tell you what, when I get to be one of these youth, that's what I'm going to do. If you're one of them youth, say, well, when I get grown, get where I can, get out of school, that's what I'm going to do. You can't be sure of nothing. That's why you got to wake up every day. And you got to realize that this is the day that the Lord's made. I got some opportunities. The Bible says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God and all these other things will be added to you. Now, let me read the verse. But if you shall do so, behold, if you shall not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord. Who you think you sinning against? God. Two things I want to share with you so I can run on. You can be sure of your salvation. My favorite verse is over there. You know it's in in 1 Peter 1 and 4. Reason why you can be sure about it because it's undefiled to a place that it's, it's put somewhere and it's kept by somebody. Huh? That's salvation that we have. See, if we had to put it in the bank here, if we had to put it in the Church of Christ denomination outfit, if we had to put it in the non-denomination outfit, if we had to put it in a Pentecostal outfit, if we had to put it in a Seminary God outfit, if we had to put it in a Beth Baptist or Methodist outfit, that outfit can cease. Matter of fact, just because the Bible says it, I don't have to explain it. It said heaven and earth will pass away. I know I'm going to heaven called the Methodist. I'm this. Leave God plumb out of it. Just, just call the name over the door. When the name over the door, it ain't but one name that's given whereby men shall be saved. It is at that name of Jesus that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess to you. You know why it's that knee? Because it's that knee in the name of Jesus, the one, he's the one that died on the cross. He's the one that's going to come back one day. He's the one that God the Father has done gave the authority over that if he said you've been redeemed by the blood of a lamb, you'll get in. If he said you ain't, you won't. Oh, it's something about that name. Quit trying to tell folks you're a Christian. Go on, tell them you've been born again. Go on, share me testimony. Go on, tell them like Caleb was saying that song, I've been redeemed. I ain't just been redeemed with corruptible things that's going to blow away, but I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb and His name is Jesus. Somebody ought to clap their hands up. 
Oh, your salvation is sure. I'm telling you, it's more sure than any money you could put in any bank and any stock. Your salvation, if you've been born again, your salvation is sure and you can count on it as sure as it can be. Ain't nothing, Mr. Bill, more sure than a salvation that comes with a childlike faith and put its trust in Christ alone. There ain't nothing more sure than that. Not only it's undefiled and fading out of way, but I like that next verse. In verse 5, it said, you kept by the power of God. Oh, I'm telling you one thing. I've been around a lot of folks I love in my lifetime. I've heard a preaching about the power of God. I've, I've heard it. I love to feel the power of God fall on singing Renee. I, I love for the power of God fall in an altar service. I love for the power of God just fall on folks like last night and people get saved. I love the power of God. I love the power of God. But the Bible says we're kept by the power of God. You can be sure about it. Being you so sure about it, I'll get in trouble again. But how in the world can you hold your peace? How in the world can you just sit there? How in the world can you not shout hallelujah because you share of your salvation? It's the most sure thing you can have. You don't even know if your life's going to make it tonight. I go to lay down tonight thinking all is well. Looking up, pulling the cover up over me, getting good and warm before I go to sleep. Mama used to say, come over and tell dying to get them babies good and warm. They'll go to sleep. If you ever can't sleep, just get yourself warm. Maybe your arm's sticking out. Maybe your foot's sticking out. Try it. If you don't got so tired and you just got to sleep and you can't sleep, get yourself warm. Huh? Feel your arm, if it's cold. Put that arm on under. Pull that blanket up there a little bit closer. <laughs> you can be sure of salvation. You sleep good at night. But I'm here to tell you tonight, I may lay down. A little old blood clot go through my veins. And I'm telling you something, about 2 o'clock in the morning, I can be dead. And when I'm dead, I ain't just dead. I'm going out in a church somewhere. There ain't two places, Brother Ronnie, you can go. There's a heaven to gain. There's a hell to shun. That's a hell up under your feet where you're standing. Don't you think it ain't a hell anymore. You ain't hearing about it on the TV, and you ain't hearing about it nowhere else. There's still a hell. Yes. Now, what if I was at the first church? Preaching what I just said. I never go back in 2018. You won't come back in here. We shouldn't let you in here to start with. We already know about you. We shouldn't let you in here. We got 5,000 people coming to this church. We got us a budget. Look here. A four million dollars that we got going on in this church. And we just can't afford for you to come in here and hurt nobody's feelings. I'm going to tell you something. The Bible says, if you'll read it, it says, don't be a debtor to nobody. If you owe somebody something, get them paid for. Because the Bible said he wanted the day to come that you'd be the lender and not the borrower. What the Bible says. But when the church gets handcuffed to the people. Huh? Oh, Scripture told us in one place, said, who am I going to be? Am I going to be God or man? Which one am I going to go? Who am I going to call on? Who am I going to trust in? You can't trust in man. You can't trust in woman. You can't trust in the boy. You can't trust in the girl. You can't trust in nobody. Don't fool yourself. God is the only one you can put your trust in. 
Oh, you can trust salvation. You can trust that word. Oh, when that word come and it speaks to you. And I tell you what, you can trust the word of God because I don't know why, but it says it because it just says heaven and earth will pass away. He said, but my word shall not pass away. It'll all go. Oh, when Jesus and Satan was on the mountain, he was tempting Jesus, Brother Billy, and, and he told him, he said, go on and jump off of it. Gave him a, a psalm to read. He said, the, the angels will come and, and, and gird upon you what they'll do. They'll, they'll, they'll keep you from hurting yourself. <laughs> he said, uh, he says, written in his book, he said, man shall not live by bread alone. Let me tell you something, you living a lie. Thinking one day you're going to be this and you're going to be that. You better start praying, God, if it's your will. Huh? If it's in your will. From the foundation, God, I, I want to be in your will. Whatever your will is, Lord, I think I want to be a fireman. Lord, I think I want to be a farmer. Lord, I think I want to be a fireman. Lord, I think I want to be a carpenter. Lord, I think I want to be an engineer. Lord, that's what I'm thinking, but I don't know what's in your will. You'd be better off born again and a janitor of the lowest pay in a county than you would to have it all and be out of the will of God. Heaven and earth, so I'm going to tell you two things you can count on. You can be sure of, you can be sure of your salvation. When I'm reading that word right there, and that word tells me something I'd be sure of, that word tells me here's what you need to do. If you want to live a long time, Children, you want to extend your life. You want to live a long time. It don't matter how old you are. It said, obey your parents. It said, you'll lengthen your days of your life. Huh? Oh, brother Ed, I don't think. I think when God gets ready, God's going to do it. The Bible says you can stand on it, brother Harris. It said, honor your father and your mother, and it'll lengthen the days of your life. Oh, that sounds good, don't it? Boy, when he pulls your ticket, no, he ain't going to pull no ticket. He's going to call your name. It's over. It's over. Now there's something standing before you. There's an eternity just as real, Austin, as you sitting in that chair up there. If I make heaven and you make heaven, 1,000 years from now, me and you, we're going to be talking. We're going to be glorifying God. A thousand years from now. And I can go on and say a million and billion. I don't understand it often. I don't understand salvation. I just took it by faith. I want to tell you something, Austin. Because I love you, I want to tell you something. If you and I don't make heaven, a thousand years from now, me and you will be in hell burning. We got quiet now. Thousand years from now, Renee, if you and I missed it, and we didn't do faith, Jalen, and we done sang and preached and done it all, Lord, ain't we done done all these things in your name? Look at me, Lord. Look at me. We got up and sang. They stood up. They, they liked it. Ray, Renee, a million years from now, me and you will be in the devil's hell because the Bible says many is going to come to me in that day. Don't miss salvation. It's the surest thing you can have in life. 
Salvation, sure. Word of God is sure. But the Bible said, be sure that your sins will find you out. What are you going to do with sin? What are you going to do with sin? What are you going to do when you get a taste of sin? What are you going to do? I'm going to tell you what it'll do to you. It'll hunt you down. You know how many people went down to Tunica and lost everything? Brother Harris, you know a lot of people went down and lost it all. Son, they pulled that hammer one time. Johnny Wayne, I can see the money falling out. Son, it did something inside them. Huh? It did something inside them, Ray. It, it did something, man. They, oh, no, I, I got to have it again. I, I got to go. It'll hunt them down. Sin will hunt you down. All you got to do is just try it one time. Just like the Bible said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Let me tell you something. If anybody, I don't care who they are, don't you lie to yourself. Don't lie to these empty pews tonight. Don't say everything's fine because you know everything ain't fine. They lying because they can't come to church. It's very seldom that a child of God can't be in the house of the Lord. They lying. A sin done got in that sin's home. They said, I'm tired. You don't understand what I do, and I'm tired. That sin of you lying, about tired. And next Wednesday night, that same sin hunting them down. Hunting them down about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. On Sunday morning, it'll hunt them down. Sin, the Bible said, be sure your sin will find you out. All you got to do is try it one time. A wealthy family. In this town, their son used to come find me and said, Eddie, can you stay with me for two hours? He was on drugs. You would never know it, just kind of been around him. I've got folks that you've done business with that I've been at Lakeside down there. Why? Because they just dabbled in it a little bit and that sin hunted them down. That drug... He said, Eddie, it don't want to hunt me down, it haunts me. When I lay down and I look at the ceiling, it's haunting me. Be sure that your sin will find you out. A sin of unfaithfulness and unthankfulness will find you. Unthankfulness, Renee, will find you on a Sunday and give you every reason. And on church day, I give you every reason. It'll hunt you down. People that started out in church around here. You just said, I don't know. I think that may come a day. You probably won't be. I won't have never happened to me. I'm here to tell you there's men and women sitting at home for no reason tonight, lost and going to a devil's hell because they ain't got nothing greater in them than he that's in the world and sin. They done lied to the Holy Ghost and the Bible done gave them over to a reprobate mind. Don't you lie to yourself. Won't you try it? Man owned a restaurant, a friend of mine uptown. His wife got on drugs. They wouldn't mind me telling it. They wouldn't mind at all. Son, she was strung out on it. He was having a time. I was with him. Oh, left that guy. 
He'd meet me every morning for Bible study, just reading me something. He'd call me at night, kind of said, can you ride down the road? I'd let him out. He said, I think I'm fine. Can I call you at home? I said, just call me. He said, that thing will come strong. About two hours, brother, he's off. You know what it was? It was sin. It was sin when the Bible said, be sure that your sin will find you out. Don't you think it won't? And it ain't got to be a big sin. But once you done tasted it, it can hunt you down. You done seen everybody else do it. Huh? They got a little drug. They got a little alcohol. They did a little drinking. Let me tell you something. Tonight, when they're around you, they laughing and cutting up. I'm talking about you think they're so happy, but you ought to walk in that bedroom when they're looking up that ceiling. They ain't got no joy in Jesus. They ain't got no happiness in Jesus. You ought to see them wringing a hand. I'm going to tell you something. Not only it hunts them down, it haunts them. They could come back to God any time they got ready if they were saved. And David said in his writings, he said, let me tell you something, fire sin to the heavens. You listen to me right there close. Don't you never think you're above nothing. When, you, when that Bible says you better cling to him. Huh? When it said draw nigh to me and I'll draw. All you got to do, just read it the other way. Well, the Lord's going to be with me. Not if you don't draw nigh to him. Brother Harris, it don't even make no sense, man. I mean, we just going to preach it any kind of way. The Bible says, I ain't said, it said draw nigh to me and I'll draw nigh to you. Amen. Man, I've had some hard times. They couldn't nobody else help me. Some things that happened to me that I didn't think it was going to happen. And I'll tell you one thing. When I called out on him, I said, I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. I felt something coming. Huh? He ain't never failed. Let me tell you something. I don't care if you're a man, a boy, a girl, woman. I don't care. Before you die, there ain't going to just be one time you're going to go through something. There's going to be a lot of times. And I'm going to tell you something. If you ain't got God, the devil's got plenty of stuff to offer you. Oh, my friend. He was talking to his wife. She told him, you don't understand. You just don't understand. Oh, eyes all red, just a mess. Woman that one walked in eloquence at one time. You don't understand. I can't help it. One night he said, give it to me then. Give it to me. We all think we can handle it, but you can't handle it. You can't handle it. You can't handle it. You can't handle it. He took that drug, Renee. It got him. He got down so low. He lost his restaurant. He had one up in the country. His car was so ragged, Brother Harris. The city stopped in there one day. The one man used to could just get whatever he wanted to get. His car was so ragged, the city stopped by. Said, I need you to clean your parking lot up. That old car's been sitting out there every day. I don't know whose it is, but you need to get that piece of junk off, off the parking lot. He said, it's my car. 
It's the only car I got. I remember going by a house one day of a guy that just got married, had some young children. I said, the Lord sent me by here. Man, I love you. I said, if you don't give your life to Jesus, the devil's going to take everything you got. And he's going to get that Z71 with it. And he's going to get your children. He's going to get everything you got. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And he don't live far from here. He's a good guy. I used to have him in my youth group. He'll get it all. He wouldn't do nothing. You know what? Wasn't long. He lost his house. Divorced his wife. And they took his children. And he lost that Z71 Chevrolet truck. He'll make your teeth fall out of your head. I'm here to tell you, you can be sure that your sin will find you out. All you got to do is just taste of it one time. It'll haunt you. Not only, not only it, it, it'll hunt you down, it'll haunt you, but, but it'll hold your heart. The Bible said, wherever your treasure is, there'll be your heart also. When you said, God, I'm not going to do what you want to do. It said, be sure your sin going to find you. You didn't go the way God wanted you to go and you went the other way. Now he's holding your heart. Because your heart is wanting to go wrong. Your heart's wanting to go the other way. A lot of people, they won't never do nothing. They won't never have a good job. They won't never have a good home. I, I tell folks, I, it's just a sidekick. I tell folks sometimes it hurts their feelings, Brother Harris. I said, you wouldn't be living where you was living if you started tithing way back down the road. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You couldn't afford to give God. You wouldn't have lived in that place you're living in. Yeah. You don't rob God. And it, it doesn't hunt you down. It'll hunt you down on Sunday morning right when you think, Jimmy, you're going to put it in there. God blessing you, ain't he, Jimmy? I know that. I know that. Oh, you can't outgive God. You can't outserve God. I don't know. I, I'd go out there. Let me tell you something. You can't outdo it. The happiest people that die. Let me tell you something. I want to die happy. I want to live happy. But, Brother Ronnie, it's going to be a blessing one of these days if you can die happy. So wait a minute. What is that old song that I sang? Said I hear him. The angels are coming for me. What is it, Barbara? I hear the angels coming. Oh, look what I done traded for a mansion. Oh, look what I'm leaving behind. Oh, look who's going to be there to greet me when I step into that sweet paradise. What's the rest of it? I done left behind me all my sorrows. I done left behind all my cares. Oh, look what I done traded for a mansion that God has gone and prepared. Sin will hunt you down. Sin will haunt you. Sin will have your heart. See, when he finally got that heart, find somebody that done gave over to gambling, they done gave over to drinking. They done gave over to drugs. They done gave over to whatever you're looking at on the phone. There was a statistic up the other night. How many folks in the church is on pornography? 
It was astonishing. You find that person. You wake them up in the morning and say, come on, help me. Oh, I can't go yet. Mama's dying. Come and help me. I'm trying to get out of bed. I'm trying to get there. Come on and help me. No, sin found them out. They can't get up. They can't get up and make nothing of themselves. They can't get up and be, be something they ought to be. They can't do nothing. They ain't going to never be able to give nothing to the grandchildren. They ain't going to be able to give nothing to the children. Why? Because the devil stole it all and sin hung them down and it honed them and it's got to heart. Last thing I want to share with you. Sin will hinder you from real life. Sin, when it gets in there just right and you want to get saved so bad, that thing will paint itself up and it'll look so good. I talk about this Holy Ghost around here, Ray. I get laughed about. I'm going to tell you something. If it hadn't been for the Holy Ghost, I'm here to tell you. I don't even know why God ain't done X my name out. He ain't X'd it out because the Bible won't let him. I said truth won't let him. Truth won't let him. For by grace are you saved. He, he knew it all. We, we ain't got to go through all that. Grace, grace just won't let him when, when sin abound. Grace did the more abound. But thank God for a Holy Ghost. I'm trying to tell you that sin will hunt you down. It'll haunt you. It'll have your heart. And it'll hinder you from having life. That friend of mine told his wife, said, give it here. One beer won't matter. One shot of whiskey won't matter. One marijuana cigarette won't matter. One little party with drugs won't matter. Look here, one little thing won't matter. We can just go down the line. For me to miss Sunday for a month, it won't matter. No, it's a sin against God because God said, be faithful among, above all things be faithful. Don't forsake it. You folks sitting right here don't know what the Holy Ghost said. You can look at me any way you want to look at me. I got about three or four in here, Brother Harris. I deal with all the time. I ain't going to quit preaching the way I'm preaching because you. You know why? Because I love people. And I fell short on loving people. I told the story how that youth was right there with me riding them four-wheelers and I didn't tell him about Jesus and I didn't ask him and I walked into that casket after his grandmama done said, we love you and thank you for all you did. I didn't do nothing, Wayne. I did nothing. I could have led that boy to Jesus. Let me tell you about that man and his wife. Lord said, you need to go see your friend today. Lived out on the other side of town. Go down country lane. Go around there, had a little blue house. I knocked on the door. The Holy Ghost sent me to the door. I knocked on the door and nobody came to the door. I knocked a little louder nobody come to the door. I said, that's good enough. I guess God made a mistake. Now, I didn't say that at the time, but you know what? I was just glad nobody come to the door. I done done another religious thing. I done done what I thought was good enough, and I left. I got out there by the cell barn, Brother Harris, and God said, right at your house, Brother Al, and the Holy Ghost said, if the house was burning down, would you have went to Jackson today? It turned me around. 
Abby, it turned me around. I went back to that house. Jennifer, I beat on that door. Nobody came to the door. Holy Ghost said, you go around and get on that glass window. And if you have to break that glass window, you break it. And you get in there where he's at. And you tell him what I come to tell you to tell him. I went around and around and I beat on that glass window. You listen to me. You be sure sin will find you. Sin will find you. I beat on that glass window. Finally, he got up the door. There's other folks now. Other folks coming in. I'm talking to him. And I'm sitting in front of him. He's a friend of mine. And I'm sitting there saying, man, I love you. And I come to tell you that you're going to have to give your life to Jesus. I'm telling you everything that happened. I beat on your door. And God wouldn't let me leave. And I was going to Jackson. And he turned me around. And I done got you out of bed. And I don't know why I'm here. It's bigger than me. But God told me to tell you to give your life to Jesus. Listen to me. As I was talking to him, he said, well, it's too late now. I said, yep, it sure is. You know why he said that? Because the Bible said that the Spirit of the Lord won't always strive with man. Son, if you're getting a tug tonight from a master's strong hand, if he never come back again, the word would be true. You hear me, Ronnie Holmes? If he tugged at your heart tonight and he never come back again and you died in your sin and you lived for another 80 years, Brother Ray, the word of God would be true because he came before you and the Bible says that we'll stand before him without an excuse. He don't owe you twice. He owes you one. I'm going to tell you something, this sanctuary is probably full of people you tried seeing. And you ain't going to get away from it. You know why? Because your pride ain't going to let you. And I don't care what you say. I pray, if you'll pray this, if you'll pray that, but a lot of times you don't pray it from your heart, but I'll stay with it. The prayer, I'm, I'm telling folks to pray, if you say, God, I'm lost, I'm in a lost condition, I believe you alone shed your blood, and that's the reason why. And if you prayed it from your heart, you'll get in. But I'm going to tell you something, you ain't in because somebody else prayed the prayer. You're in because you called out to God, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's a truth. That's a truth, Brother Billy. That sin's going to haunt you down. Because you're going to say, well, I thought I got saved. But I rededicated here a few years ago. You can't redo what God done made perfect, Linda. You can't redo, you can't remodel it, you can't restore what God did. And the Bible said in him we complete the fullness of the Godhead body. He made you perfect when you stand before God. You can't come down and pray no prayer. But I tell you one thing, if you done dabbled in sin and you done taste of it, I can promise you, based on the word of God, you just keep going the way you're going. The Bible said except you repent. Now, Brother Eddie, that ain't for us Christians. 1 John 1, 9 says these words. The church is full of them. So now, Brother Eddie, you're messing up, messing up our doctrine. It ain't our doctrine. It's the Bible's doctrine. Because, see, Renee, he supplied your every need. That's why he put that Holy Ghost in there. He knew that there was going to have to be something when you did wrong to call you out. 
He knew that it was going to take the power of God to get you out of your seat on a Wednesday night and get you to come and kneel at an altar. It was going to break your pride down and it would take the Holy Ghost. Old folks sitting in here, you done dabble in it too. It ain't just a young folks. Don't you sit around. 1 John 1, 9 says these words. The biggest word's first word. It ain't got but two letters in it. It said if. They don't like that old King James Bible. It's probably that if they got a problem with. 1 John 1, 9 said if we confess our sins. What if you don't? Then he ain't got to be faithful. He ain't got to forgive you. And he ain't got to clench you. You believe me? It said if, didn't it? I mean, do we need to break that down in the, grip, in the Greek what if means? It's going to mean if. It said if we'll confess it. Oh, it's going to take some Holy Ghost to get a religious person. I mean, even a saved. I got some word. I ain't near about done. So if y'all got a chicken roasting, y'all better go. It said, if we'll confess our sins. Well, now, now, I'm not saying this for no reason whatsoever. It's just what I've been around, and I'm glad I was in it. And I was glad I was in the other one. I was glad I was in the Assembly of God Church, and I was glad I was in the Baptist. But please don't use that Baptist deal on me. It says if. Now I tell you what you're going to do. When folks start coming down to these altars after a while and they start calling out to God, I'm going to tell you something. If you've ever been saved, you don't need me for nothing. You don't need Billy Graham for nothing. Look here, it ain't in the past. It ain't in that passage of Scripture. I don't care how old you are. You know. I guess you think after a limit, I was in a, I was in a beauty shop one day <laughs> getting my hair done. Imagine that. And this woman was up under one of them hair dryers. Now, I didn't get up under the hair dryer. Hallelujah. Thank God. Everything's good. The wrist ain't bent. I'm good. I just want to get my hair cut a little bit. Well, a woman went to telling the other woman over there, little old woman, said, Brother Eddie's a preacher. She said, oh. She said, I'm Methodist. I said, well, I want to ask you a question. Being you a Methodist, you ever been born again? She said, Lord, I hope so. She said, I'm 80 years old. And if I ain't but now, I won't ever be. I said, let me tell you something, ma'am. You being 80 years old ain't got nothing to do with nothing other than you got one foot in the grave and the other on banana peeling. We preach to our youth. They need to get saved. There's old folks dying and go to hell. Why? Because sins run them down. Come on, Pastor. My friend's name was Jimmy. I said, Jimmy. Now, you've got to get saved. He said, Eddie, it's too late. He knew about it. He knew about the Holy Spirit. 
Matter of fact, me and him used to have Bible studies. He said it left. The Holy Spirit left. Now it's just me and Jimmy. I'm going to tell you something. I don't care if it's Billy Sunday or Billy Graham. They can come to you, Brother Ronnie. They can lay out the plan of salvation. They can quote as many scriptures. But I'm going to tell you something. Unless the Spirit of God draws you, you cannot get to the Father. The Bible says the only way to the Father is through the Son. Unless He draws you, you can't get in. Don't you understand? You don't deserve another chance. Christian man, let me tell you something. Christian woman, I'm going to stick my neck out here. If. If you got that Holy Ghost inside of you and it's bigger than you are, and if that thing snatches you up out of your seat, even though you don't want to, because you don't want nobody to see you and you don't want nobody to think you've done wrong, there ain't nobody in here ain't done wrong. I'm going to tell you something, every one of us done done wrong. But you know if you done done enough for that sin come haunt you, huh, it haunts you down, you got to get on that phone. You got to get on that pornography. You got to look at them books. You know what you got. God knows what you got. The only thing's going to help you if you got a Holy Ghost in a few minutes, and it'll take the power of God. Now, you're going to believe who you want to believe. It says if. I don't know why the preachers didn't preach the if. It's for the believer. That scripture's for the believer. If you got enough Holy Ghost that'll get you out of your seat with all these people looking at you. Huh? If you got enough Holy Ghost that's going to break your pride down to nothing. I, God, I don't care what Renee thinks. I don't care what Sister Pat thinks. I don't care what these, all these myths back here think. I don't care. I'm going to an altar. He said, if you'll confess your sins, I think I'm going to carry it. It's going to follow you, and it's going to haunt you because it's already got your number. It done broke in your house one time. You can't change the lock. You didn't have a lock. It was free, and it's done got in on you. Many will come to me and say, Lord, Lord. My friend Jimmy told his wife, I left the house. About a month passed. And my friend told his wife. She said, Jimmy, I can't. I can't quit. You don't understand. He said, give it to me. Give it to me. And he took one drag. Or taste, one taste. I don't know what it was. That's right. We know a friend. Cash register. Money was just pouring out of it. When he come back to Brownsville, I had to help him. He had to ride with somebody else. It stole everything that the man had. And it was offered to him tonight, you can be free. And he waited till the Holy Spirit left. If we'll confess our sins, that's to the believers. If we'll confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What if we don't do? That's what the Bible said. That's what the verse said. If she didn't put it back up there in numbers, if she remembers it, it said, if you will do what I said to do. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord. And be sure.
Your sins will find you out. I'm about done. I'm going to read you some Bible verses right here in closing. It's in James chapter 1, verse 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away with his own lusts and enticed. It just said he's tempted. It ain't said nothing about sin. It ain't said nothing about hell. It ain't said nothing about death yet. I don't know if a person don't get tempted. Then the next verse, verse 15, says this, these words. Look at that word, then. I love the King James Bible. Oh, they make fun of it. But every church up to a few years ago, they was established on the King James Bible. They laughing at the foundations, Brother Harris, what they was built on. If they 50 years old, the possibility of them getting saved up under the King James Bible is about 99.99%. If they had a mom and daddy that went to heaven, the possibility of their mom and daddy being told out of a King James Bible is about 500% and you can't even have it. That's five times more what you can have. But we done chunked it down. I think it's a trick of the devil. I don't believe all of our forefathers back there before us. I don't think they picked it up for no reason. If it was good enough, that old song says for Paul and Silas, it's good enough for me. Let me finish. It says then, after this happens, but every man is tempted when he's drawn away with his own lust and enticed. Ain't no sin yet. Looked at it. Whoa. There it is. Then, when lust has conceived, I want one. I think I'm in. It said, when lust is conceived, then it bringeth forth. Now look at that word. Then it bringeth forth sin. And sin, comma, when it's finished, what does it bring forth? If you don't come to these altars tonight, you don't repent of that sin. You got death. You know what? If you're saved, I ain't preached the wrong doctrine. Because if you're saved, the Bible said that that Holy Spirit inside you will lead and guide you in all truth. That means at the invitation time, Brother Bill, if God's who he said it wasn't, he is. He's a good shepherd. He ain't no bad shepherd. He ain't going to run out the door at the invitation time. He ain't going to leave you like a hollering. The good shepherd's going to come by and say, Gerald, we need to go. He's going to lead you. He's going to lead you. I lead horses all the time. I put something on them. If they don't want to lead, I got a lead rope. And if they run backwards, I got something else for them. It's called a stud chain. And what I do, that hawk is, I put a chain through this side. It goes up on the neck. It hooks on that side. And when I yank on it, Brother Harris, it tightens up that jaw. When they think they ain't going to load in a horse trailer, all I got to do is just give them a little bit of it. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If mankind has got that much to do with a horse, the Bible says, look here, a horse, you can't do nothing with it, but you can put a bridle in his mouth and you can do anything. Set a ship, my word, it's as big as can be, but a little oar back in the back then how much bigger do you think the Holy Ghost is? 
I'm going to tell you what verse 16 says. It's real short. Do you see it? Do not err. Lost people. Do not err, drunks. Do not err, whores. Do not err, drug addicts. Do not err. Do not err. It says, do not err, my beloved brethren. Huh? First Peter 4, 18. Two more verses, I'm gone. Just to back up what I preached to you. First Peter 4, I want you to see it. 18. For if the righteous, just because, you sit somewhere. Mm. Where's Allie Grace? Come here, baby. This girl's daddy seen me. I was sitting at one of them white tables, and here's what I told her. I said, Allie Grace, there's going to come a time that people are going to talk about the Holy Ghost. You learn all you can know about it. Because it's the thing that God put in you that's going to help you along life's way. But mama ain't there. Daddy ain't there. No, my Uncle Eddie ain't there. It's a help that won't ever leave you and it won't ever forsake you. Amen. If I told this precious baby, if I told her that, I'm telling you that. And I'm getting laughed at, but you know what? Seems like low down as I am just because I'm preaching the truth I ain't the truth I'm seeing men wealthy men you can sit down wealthy men calling out to God snot's coming out of the nose hitting the floor said I had it all I didn't have nothing two more verses we're going to be able to go Kaylee's going to come to the piano she's going to play just like I am just like you are He'll forgive you just like you are. Ain't nothing you can do anyway. Two verses. If the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Did anything ungodly lately? Let me back up and read the verse before. Brother Eddie, you're crazy, man. Wednesday night church, I'm glad it ain't Sunday morning you preaching like this. We just barely making anyway. You're a liar. We ain't barely making. We don't owe nothing. We ain't no debt or no banker gonna walk in here. We ain't gonna debt or nobody because we can't pay the light bill. We ain't no debtor. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us. What shall the end of them be that obey not the gospel of God? And give me that verse one more time about be sure your sin will find you out. I was with a man just yesterday, a banker. Brother Eddie, I never thought I'd been in that place. I said, I know it. But you know what? One of these days you may have to come see me. You come see me, you tell me the same thing I told you. There's room at the cross for you. Oh, I gave him that same verse right down there at the lakeside. 
The Bible says, do you know you're saved, Brother Eddie? I know I'm saved, and we got a way out. We can walk out these doors in. Because the Bible said, it said if, if you'll confess your sins, what a mighty God we serve, Mr. Bill. Doug, what a mighty God we serve. We can stand on the word. Renee, I'm going home with you. I'm riding with y'all to the house. Because the word says it. And I done done wrong, but I'm going to the house with you. I'm getting up out of this state I'm in, and I'm going to the house. Why? Because the word says I'm going to the house. He said, but if you obey not, he said, you be sure that same sin is going to hunt you down. It's going to haunt you. It's going to haunt you again. It takes the Holy Ghost to do what I'm asking you to do tonight. It takes the Holy Ghost. But if you'll confess your sins, He's faithful. Oh, He's faithful. And He's just to forgive you. He's going to forgive you just like you ain't never done it wrong. What if I don't? It's the opposite. Well, I believe I'm safe. I guess He didn't supply what you needed. I guess he's going to let you die. You said you're saved and he's going to let you die saved and not ask forgiveness for what you've done. He's just going to let you die. I guess he's an unfair God that I'm going to have to tell you. No. But if you'll confess your sins, he's faithful and just. It says, but if you, but if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord and be sure your sin will find you out. Right up on your feet, there's a hell waiting on you. Right up on your feet. Falling, just falling. Wednesday night, Wednesday night. I, I'm probably the most low-down preacher and worst one in the whole county. But I'm here to tell you, I didn't have to get up here and sweat like a hog. I didn't have to raise my voice. I'm going to tell you one thing. I can guarantee you there ain't no preacher in this county loves your soul, old man and old woman, or young girl, or young boy, or teenager, whoever you are, more than I do. And the Bible says. Except you repent. It said you all. Wait a minute, Brother Eddie. It said all. It said all. Well, I ain't done nothing to repent of. You're lying. The Bible said you're lying and you're making the word a liar. Sure you have. It's between you and the Lord. Lord, as you stand to your feet. God.